How's it going, ladies and gents? Welcome to another episode of the Coolest Guys You Know podcast. I'm the guy with the beard and the glasses, Alex Bagley. Alongside me is my co-host, the guy with the mustache, Jack Hefflinger. How are we doing? And Jack, how are we doing today? Not too bad. How about yourself? I'm doing pretty well. It's a nice day out today. Yeah, it's beautiful. It is. Except for it's a little chilly, but it's the middle of winter. I mean, it's sunny, so, (laughs) you know, contrast. I have realized that I have missed the blue sky and sun. (laughs) Like it is it's cloudy, been rainy for like a month. Yeah, it has been so cloudy. Wow, cloudy, like for a few months now. Yeah, foggy and just awful. I do kind of like the fog though. It's nice at night. I feel like I like it in the morning. Mm. Depending on how overcast it is, like if there's a little bit of sun peeking through when there's fog, oh, it's beautiful. And you can't see shit. <laughs> <laughs> I can't see shit already, so it doesn't make any difference. All right, so. What are we talking about today? Um, well, uh, where we were just a couple of weeks away from Avatar, right? The last Airbender. Yeah, yeah, on Netflix, the adaptation, which and you're really excited for, if I remember correctly. You're you you are a big fan of this one. Oh yeah, so excited. Yeah, uh, for this adaptation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, we what were makes already, you so excited. What makes it? me so excited? Oh uh, yeah. Um, well, they got the title correct. They did. That's true. They didn't change the title. Uh, yeah. And they have, I guess. They have characters. They have, uh, yeah, they have characters. They they are called the right name this time. They are. <laughs> um, they have animation accurate outfits, I guess. Yeah. Which looks. As close as you can do, I guess. Which looks so great in live action. The, the bright. Especially in the other coloring yeah, area. Yeah. Vibrant colors look very realistic. Um, we've already kind of talked about this at work, uh, but I'm curious because I really feel like I didn't get to hear like your in-depth analysis of your opinions. Okay. Uh, we definitely went into my opinions. Yes. Uh, so yeah, I, I was curious to ask you like a little bit more about your opinion on mm, everything. Okay. Um, I, the more like we get about it, the worse it gets. Like they Absolutely. need to stop talking about it. Um, and more people would watch it. I like based on what they're doing and like changing these characters, like some of the fundamental things that they do, like making Aang like not fun. Yeah. Is a really big one. I feel like, um, but I just, I don't know why we're changing everything. I'm not very excited for it. Uh, it looks so dark. and So dull. The dark is better. <laughs> it sells. <laughs> Justice is dark. <laughs> Uh, it, I don't know. I don't know why we need to. If it was just vibrant and fun and just a direct remake, but it was live action, I would have been fine with that. I didn't yeah. think we needed to change it. Yeah, to be honest, I mean, it's like any freaking live a- action adaptation where it's like, why is it necessary? Right. Unless the animation was like flawed, like very flawed. Mm-hmm. I don't see the point in making it live action. It's just like, oh, let's take this very versatile form of animation which animation provides so much more creative freedom in right. storytelling and we're going to restrict it to live action because reasons because money yeah money is really is what the it is reasons. yeah i would have taken it, if you did the same thing but just either called it something else don't use the avatar ip or just do use a different avatar don't make it our the crew yeah. we know it could have been better because well, it wouldn't be bankable then Ooh, I guess so. Yeah, that's the thing. Um, yeah, because that's that's 
really the biggest issue I have with it is the whole business side of it and how they well, Netflix operate. is shit business anyways, but yeah, but I, I feel like, I mean, Netflix, I have yeah, very uh, harsh opinions about for their business, but I feel like this is just the modern landscape of media, especially um, television and movies specifically. I mean, books are their own thing that doesn't really apply too much for the books yeah. uh, that are being written. But uh, yeah, in terms of television and movies, the landscape of adaptations is uh, so draining. And the reason I have an issue with like what Netflix is doing is that it feels like we're required as consumers because we're fans of the show. We have to watch it. Right. Because it has the title. It's a part of the universe. It doesn't matter the quality. We have to no. watch it because we're fans. Yeah. And only if you watch it, are you a true diehard fan? And I feel like that's what businesses bank on. Oh, for they sure. They don't care what the quality is really like. That's what Disney is like doing now, oh, too. Oh, yeah. All the time. It's like, it's part of the reason why I started to not watch MCU as much anymore. Because I'm like, they haven't really earned my... I mean, the products that they're making aren't good. No. So why should I support them? Just because I'm a fan of the old MCU? Right. Or even Star Wars is starting to get a little draining for me. Yeah. Um, but yeah. The, this is like a spit in the face to me for Avatar fans. Um, it's literally saying, you guys will take whatever slop we give you. Is how right. I feel it is. As long as we do the right things in terms of calling the characters correct names and dressing them up in the correct fashion, you'll watch it. It doesn't right. matter what how good it is. You know, by the time you watch through all of it, it'll be too late. It doesn't matter if you have hesitancies going into it. We still know you're going to watch it. And that's why for me, like, I'm not even going to bother. There's no reason for me to watch it. I have a great TV show already. Why should I watch a remake of it with basically just wearing the skin for profit. Right. You know, it's not bringing, it could be wrong, but the things that I'm hearing about it, like I already was hesitant because I mean, obviously the movie did bad. And I know that everybody says, well, the bar is set so low because the movie, you know, <laughs> I mean, there's still the show though. It's <laughs> yeah. like, like as long as it does better than the movie, I'm like, the movie is like, it was trying to yeah. be bad. Like <laughs> if you're doing better than the movie, that's just the bare minimum. Yeah. I don't think I need to reward you for doing better than the movie. <laughs> um, and I don't think there needs to be any sort of redemption because the show exists. And the show right. is so great. I mean, obviously it has its flaws. Everything has its flaws. But I can't think of a show that, for me, I love more than Avatar. Mm, all okay. around. Wow. Like, there are shows that I like a lot, but they're not as rewatchable. And there are usually flaws that I'm hesitant about. Avatar, I don't care about any of its flaws, except for, I guess, The Great Divide. But you just skip <laughs> over that. Keep cruising. Yep. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, even some of the live-action ones. Because I think what makes Avatar so great, and this is why, again, what Netflix is doing pissing me off so much, is that it keeps that childlike wonder and humor. And, you know, like, it's positive. Most of the best TV shows usually, at least for me, right. are dark and gritty and depressing. Yeah, yeah it's great. <laughs> it's great. You know, they dive into so much drama, but it feels like it's so hard to find something that does those things while still remaining to be positive. Right. Because Avatar does go to dark places. It does. Yeah. Um, 
And yeah, so to hear them saying things like, well, we're trying to make it darker for a Game of Thrones type <laughs> audience. It's like you don't understand what Avatar is. Yeah. If that's your viewpoint. Uh, Game of Thrones is good for Game of Thrones stuff. But even that had a terrible ending. Yeah. So I don't know why it's become this thing. To, it's just because it was so popular. Yeah. They just assume yeah. everybody can do it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, because we've seen it with basically all the streaming services since uh, Game of Thrones ended and during the end of it, right. um, that they're like, we need to replicate Game of Thrones' success. Um, you know, Amazon had Lord of the Rings trilogy or right. uh, the- TV show. Um, Disney has been doing it kind of with the Star Wars universe. You know, I've heard I- <coughs> Cheerios, <laughs> those Cheerios. <laughs> um, sorry. <coughs> <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. <coughs> I mean, Star Wars universe definitely feels a little Game of Thronesy now. They're going in the darker, like the Obi Wan and the Ahsoka. Yeah, and well, Filoni is straight. Up, I love Filoni, but uh, he straight up said that they're trying to do like a Game of Thrones type thing with their oh, storylines. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you got that. Um, and that's just kind of like typical or common thing now. I think Netflix has already tried to do it. Personally, I felt. I've only watched like a couple, I think even just the first episode of The Witcher, but immediately I could tell I was like, oh, this is just them trying to do Game of Thrones. Uh, which is what it looked like from all the trailers. Yeah. yeah. Um, I know people liked it a lot later, especially, um, but obviously they still were screwing things up because they got rid of Henry Gavel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because because he liked the source material. Fan, yeah. And they're like, well, we don't need the source material. You know, we're just doing our own thing. We're Netflix. Right. Uh, we got our algorithms. We know what the fans want. Um, we're just wearing the skin. Taking credit for the IP. Yeah. Um, that's how we do business. And that business works. And that's why I think it's important to talk about those types of things because it's not on the business necessarily. The business aren't, it's not that it's not on them, but the businesses aren't going to listen. No, until we stop watching. Yeah, it's consumer based. And I think one of the important things to remember as a consumer is that we hold a lot of the power. Um, in yeah. terms of if a product isn't good, we are not obligated to spend our time and money on it. Right. Um, which is something that I think's gotten lost a lot in the streaming industry um, and in business in general. We feel obligated to be loyal to companies um, for some reason. Yeah. Uh, because either it's what's trending, you know, with clothing, um, what hits on nostalgia with things like the Ghostbuster remakes or. Jurassic World or any remake, yeah. um, it's like, well, you're a fan of the original, so you got to come see the new one because you're a fan. Um, brought back some of your favorite characters. Yeah, yeah. We got the original cast back. It'll be great. Yeah. And it's like they're laughing the whole time because like these idiots, they don't <laughs> even know what a good product is. It's just throwing this, throwing stuff out there and we can make all this money. Yeah. Um, and, you know, people will complain about it, um, you know, quite frequently as a consumer, but I've obviously right. they're still making money on it. Because um, the complainers are going to still hate watch. Like, I'm still yeah. going to hate watch Avatar. <laughs> See, yeah, like I, I'm just, I'm not going to do that because, like, what's the point? I, I can hate watched from the trailer, <laughs> you know, <laughs> um, from the news headlines that have come yeah. out, and people can tell me it's not fair to judge it based off the series, like to judge uh, the series before watching that. it. Yeah, which I guess kind of holds some truth, but like, they, I'm not obligated to watch the series. Like, right. if they don't draw my interest, 
I'm not going to waste my time watching the series. I have other series that I'd rather watch, you know, that I have drawn my interest. And if they're not that good, I can stop watching them. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And the thing, oh man, Avatar, what they're doing to it <laughs> from the headlines. That, the, yeah. the, like you said, changing both Aang's character and Sokka's character. Yeah. And we haven't even seen the show already. Just hearing that. You know, the creator's walking away with... Katara, too, being the less motherly figure as well. Um, It was already concerning that the creators walked away. I mean, I think that was well-known a little while ago. It kind of got smoothed over by the trailers and the pictures. It was like, okay, you know, it looks like it's going to be faithful. Um, But now hearing these headlines, like, I think there should be, rightfully so, the outrage that there is um, for heading into things... Because those are integral to that yeah. story. And it's looking, especially at Netflix's history with adaptations, with what they did on The Witcher to mm-hmm. Henry Cavill and the source material. Same thing with, I heard from Wednesday. I haven't seen Wednesday. I know a lot of people love Wednesday. Yeah, I haven't seen it either. But I know that uh, Jenna Ortega, Ortega. Uh, had to fight for Wednesday's character uh, with the writers. Right. Um, that they wanted to go in a direction. Jenna Ortega said, no, that's not Wednesday. Um and I think that that's a trend, especially with Netflix. I mean, in media as well, but yeah, especially with Netflix where they yes. just like, no, 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 we're smarter. We can do better. Um, I think they also try to play it too safe too. Yep. And that was what I was just about to say with the Sokka and Katara, yeah. especially. I mean, Aang stuff is probably them trying to do something. Just being more dramatic. Yeah. Or, yeah. Um, well, yeah, no, with the Sokka and take, Toning down, I guess, is what they said, but it feels like they're probably just going to brush it to the side and not yes. even um, with his sexism. And I know it sounds weird to be like, we should have a character that is sexist, but I think it does send the wrong message um, to take that away because the whole point isn't that Saka was sexist and it's good that he was sexist. Right. Like, it's, that's not the point. Yeah. The point is, you start with a flawed character show why they're flawed, why that's a bad thing, and then them growing through it once they come to that realization. Right. Not just starting with a perfect character because you're afraid (laughs) of backlash for having a sexist character as your protagonist or one of your protagonists. Like, and then, like, even with Aang, like, it's not the same thing as sexism, but, like, taking away his childlike play. And like wanting yeah. to go around because they're all kids. Because <laughs> he has to be this serious heroic figure. The whole point was that he didn't want to be the serious heroic right. figure. That is the struggle of Aang is having to figure out. Well, didn't he like literally run away from the? Yeah. That's why yeah. he. Got like, I don't eyes. know what they're gonna do with that. They're just like, uh, yeah, he had a vision that uh, if he ran away, it would save his life. Right. Um, and then when he awoke, he had another vision <laughs> to go to the water <laughs> temple. Like it's. <sighs> Like, where's I don't even know where the tension's going to be. It's yeah. literally just going to be Fire Nation bad, which is another thing that isn't necessarily right. Like that takes away the nuance too, um, because the Fire Nation isn't supposed to wholly be bad. Um, and yeah, oh man. And then yeah, with Katara making her less of a motherly figure because you know it it's outdated traditions for women. There is. Like, that's sexist in itself to say that a woman can't have woman-like or traditional women-like 
qualities to yeah. them and still be a strong, independent woman in their own way. Because like you said, she's also like the strong, one of the strongest yeah, she benders. She ends up being the strongest, one of the strongest benders. Yeah. And it's not just like, oh, she's a nagging motherly figure. Like she has qualities that are beyond that. Yeah. Like, And man, there are multiple ways to do different things for a character like Katara. Mm-hmm. Like she doesn't have to be like a lone wolf. In fact, they're like a masculine energy type of being like a lone wolf doesn't really care about everybody else because right. she's big and strong. First off, that's Toph. Yeah. Like yes. their whole, I wonder what they're going to do with Toph. I'm a little worried about Toph. If they even make season. the season two, yeah, if they make it. which they probably already recording it, but Oh man. Yeah. It, it's disappointing yes. <laughs> and frustrating. Um, Yeah. How luckily Avatar Studios will be starting stuff up next year, right? Yeah, and so. that's the thing that I, with not wanting to watch this series, is like, I don't need to. Um, you know, the creators went away. Um, they kind of saw this coming. Right. Um, obviously. And they they also know that there's still this fan base that is ready for content to come out for it. And yeah, you might have to wait another year. You know, the first project doesn't come out to 2025, but then it's like they're hitting like yeah, from there. Project like there's project, a yeah. few projects in a row um, and they're just taking their time to make good quality content. And in fact, they had less of a head start than uh, Netflix did with the live action because live action has been announced for like years, like yeah, a long been time. Been a long time. The director or the creators walked away, I think, what, like a few years ago? Yeah now it's been taking a long time to make this so they got their stuff around pretty quick um should have listened to them <laughs> yeah yeah no i'm yeah Destroying but i am it. excited i am excited for avatar studios yeah. um you know to see them because they're very good storytellers um oh i can't demar dino in Kanitsko, uh i believe and now, now see, like, this is talking about being a fan. Yeah. I can't believe I don't uh, have their names down. <clears throat> but they uh, they tell good stories. Um, they do stories in a way that are not done very commonly in modern modern day Hollywood and the like. So right. very excited to see more coming out from there. Yes. Uh, and highly recommend watching their series um, and potentially even waiting for their series and just letting Netflix crash and burn I with know. the live action. They need to, I, I wouldn't be surprised if it doesn't make it all the way through the full show. I wouldn't either, but at the same time I could also see it happening because yeah. I know how Netflix's business works. I'm not criticizing their business standpoint necessarily for this. Cause I do think it's going to make them some money yeah. in whatever way Netflix makes money from their series. I guess. Yeah. Just new subscribers. Yeah. Which is the whole ones yeah. thing in itself. I don't really agree with Netflix's approach to they're up subscribers. What do you mean? <laughs> up subscribers. And they're going to hit a ceiling just like they did before. Yeah. Which is again, putting their problem on the consumer, you know, they're like, Whoa, we didn't uh, we didn't account for having a ceiling with subscribers. You know, we we can only have so many subscribers. <laughs> we thought we were just gonna um, keep going. Yeah, we thought we could just keep making money via subscription. Right. Um, so now we got a game plan fixes. You know, oh, we can uh, we can just make it to where they can't household they can uh, household ceiling 
take that back, rein it in. You know, they can't password you pay share. Per screen. Yeah, <laughs> they can't password share. Um, we'll gain more uh, subscribers that way, and then the money will be flowing again. It's like, yeah, you're just going to run into the same exact problem. Yeah. You're going to run into it. You can only have, at a certain point, you're only going to have a certain amount of people that can ever yeah. be subscribed to you. And the people that don't want to subscribe to you are just straight up not going to subscribe to you. Um, you're not going to be able to just keep creating these people. You're not going to draw them air. in by just making it worse and worse for the consumer. Yeah. Well, uh, even beyond that, like even if, I mean, what is the population of America? Like 350 billion, Some I think I heard million, just earlier yeah. today. Or is it million? I think yeah, it's we're not billion. 350 billion. Is that the world? Because 8 Maybe billion they, is the world. You know what? You're right. You're right. <laughs> I am right. <laughs> I swear it's like 300 and it's not 300 million. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe okay, birds. Okay, okay. Anyway, 350 million. Um, but you also have to account for how many of those are just kids. Yeah. How many are elderly people that aren't using streaming services? Mm-hmm. Um, so you're only going to have a certain amount of cap just there from able-bodied people able to buy a subscription. Right. And then you break it down to who cares about having a subscription yeah. to Netflix? And once you get through all those numbers, there is a certain number that you're going to hit. And that number is barely going to move in like the next decade. Cause yeah. you got to wait for kids to grow up, I guess. Like that's guess the so. only thing that's going to change. And if you're not going to have, unless you start charging by the kid, like, <laughs> Oh, you have five kids watching each, each one of them needs a subscription. No, no, you need to figure something else out in your business. I like that business plan. Though. That's a good <laughs> yeah. one. And they do stuff like that. You know, they bank on the subscription and then they have like a movie like glass onion and they're like, Oh, we're going to put it out for like, you know, a few screens. Yeah. Like a limited release, like one or two weeks. Like box screens. office is where there's a reason movies were make like so profitable. Is I think box the first times out also did really good. Yeah. Like, like that is just a straight stupid business move yeah. to not put something like that in theater. And then, all their movies though, yeah. they always get big stars and yeah. big directors. To do that type of stuff because you're trying to draw people to your platform. You know, we're not going to put it out in the theaters and then blame the consumer for that stupid business move <laughs> yeah. that should put you in the ground. You deserve the consequences of not getting the money for that. Like, that was a choice you made. It is not our fault yeah. that you made a stupid decision. And I'm not going to, that's why I still haven't uh, bought a Netflix subscription, is because they're stupid. Yeah. They're stupid. That's why I respect Apple because they actually know how, like, hey, we can make profits off releasing these huge movies mm. in theaters and people are still going to watch them on streaming regardless. Yeah. So the, the streaming war itself has been a wash. Yeah. Um, I think that it was overhyped because of how much success Netflix had in the beginning, but Netflix only had so much subscription. Oh, well, only had so much success in the beginning because it had that large pool of people, the pull in for subscribers right. and it's only competition was cable TV. Yeah. As soon as everybody else tried to get a piece of the pie, you know, you hit, like I said, the cap. And now we're in a place where pressure's on the consumer. Like, if you want this, you have to go to this streaming service. If you yeah. want this, you have to go to that one. You have to have, like, ten different subscriptions. Cost the same as cable at this point, yeah. pretty much. And, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, business. Right? Uh, yeah. I understand having business moves, but I don't think that's an excuse for crappy product no. or crappy business decisions. And that's why I think it should be turned around on these businesses that they should be penalized. They don't get a cop out because, you know, they made a stupid decision right. and now it's our fault. 
somehow. <laughs> like, I didn't choose for you to not release Glass Onion yeah. in uh, theaters there, Netflix. Uh, or every Ryan Reynolds movie you make. Yeah. Um, you know, sorry I'm trying to save a little bit of money because I have only so much and there's so many different subscription services. Yeah. Uh, I don't think that necessarily Netflix is superior to other subscription no. services. I like some of the things they do more than, like, a Disney. I'm not a huge Disney Plus fan. Yeah. Um, I like it just for the older things. Like, I just want to watch the original Star Wars movie. Well, they, which is all Disney was banking on. That's why they don't put any much effort into anything outside of their Star Wars and MCU TV, right. show, TV shows. Um, they're just an IP farm. Uh, HBO, I mean, the nice thing about HBO is that they were already making their own TV shows yeah. before. So, you know, those are uh, as long still as they can retain their freedom quality. Though some of them recently. I think I'm going off a of word of mouth here, but I've heard like some of them have kind of dropped off in terms of what HBO's quality used to be expected to be. Mm, okay. I don't know. I think Euphoria was one that was like mixed bag quality. And then obviously, uh, uh, was that with HBO that, or with Max, that uh, weekend's TV show? I think that was Max, right? Oh, that was Max. The Idol. The Idol, yes. Yeah, and that obviously that was a flop, yeah. Um, which was just, I think it's Sam Levinson, who's the showrunner for... Uh, euphoria and helped with the idol yeah um, i know he's gotten <laughs> pretty grilled for some of the ways that he makes his content um it seems like just younger people but even then they don't really care that much because it's not quite their lives it seems like a very much just like super drug fueled like we only party in oh LA for euphoria i was for like euphoria. i think you're talking about like how they create shows and like wait where's it going with this <laughs> yeah, no, yeah like no. for the, the specific yeah. like young trying to appeal to the younger demographic to draw them into hbo but not really I, working. I think the issue is sam with uh the shows the idol and euphoria um euphoria i think gets carried a lot by zendaya yes. um because she's just a phenomenal actress um but uh yeah, with shows like that, I think it's very much like kind of the same thing with trying to replicate Game of Thrones or Game of Thrones season one even, where it's just like yeah. nudity for the sake of nudity. Um, Game of Thrones kind of dialed back in on that a little bit later on in the series. The nudity was a little bit less shown and mm-hmm. usually uh, would become more integral to the story, I think, as it went on. There were still, of course, moments that were just there for yeah. uh, for the fact. But um, yeah, that very much feels like the vibes that I get from Euphoria and... Uh, Idols, it's drama for the sake of drama. Um, just going to the extremes to be extreme, yeah. um, kind of draw, not really diving into the nuances and what themes and themes sounds a little too sophisticated, <laughs> but um, yeah, no, uh, yeah, streaming services are their own thing. I could talk forever. This, this has been a thing that i've been passionate about for a little while obviously <laughs> like everybody you know i just mean, want good content yeah and i'm a i love storytelling uh i want good storytelling right um, and business tends to have influences on that i mean that's just the reality and i know it's gonna happen and the corporate guys who don't know much about storytelling who don't like try to get their fingers in the project yeah. I, it is and it isn't like i don't blame individuals so much like I'm not like oh this person just sucks right. like that's why I, I think it's just the way that the system works is what's broken you know it's I understand why they do the things they do they make money on it um, yeah. and that's why I think that it is up to the consumers a little bit to stop giving them the money 
You know, they're going to do, they will do whatever, wherever the money takes them, you know, and that's why we've seen, I mean, that's the whole reason Saka's sexism isn't going to be, is right. going to dial back is because we've had these pushes for, you know, uh, correcting these things in social media and like crusading and all that. Um, you know, the industries have listened, you know, they might fake it because yeah. obviously oh, yeah. they are <laughs> for money. <laughs> um, and then you get great TV shows like the boys that points all that out yes. and critiques it. Um, and it's great, but it's just kind of a reality of things. Um, you know, they're going to do it, but like, yeah, use it to your advantage. Um, right. You know, guide them where you want to guide them. Um, that's the whole point of money is <laughs> in terms of buying products is, I mean, that's how capitalism works. And I think we've gotten this thing where it's just like, we just do capitalism because that's what we're supposed to do. You know, we're consumers because we're yeah. supposed to be consumers. You have to consume. What do you mean? <laughs> like we just, we go out and we're like, well, I'm at a restaurant, so I must buy food. You know, that's like, how that works. <laughs> yeah. Why would you go there if you didn't want food? Exactly. <laughs> Why would I go here if I wasn't meant to eat? Yeah. You don't ask yourself like, how hungry am I? You're like, no, I'm just supposed to eat. Yeah. Three meals a day. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We forget that it's a tool and not what we're required to do. Uh, you know, we're not required to spend our money on yeah. things that we don't want to spend our money on. Um, money is what we want it to be in that way. You know, like if I want a more indie type thing or whatever, I don't know. I'm kind of losing the train of thought here, but, <laughs> but yeah, if you want something, go do good. See, go see an indie if band. you want something quality, you know, you can hold out for that quality thing. Right. You don't have to take the lesser thing. If you want the lesser thing, if you want to grab a McDonald's burger, grab it, but you're not required to eat McDonald's 24 seven because right. I don't know, like fast food. <laughs> <laughs> Money's a great tool because we can use it for tools. We can like use our tool to get a tool. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Isn't that great? Yeah, exactly. That's how that works. That is how that works. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, money's just a placeholder. It is. It is. Yeah. It's just a placeholder. Literally, it. I mean, it's not even a placeholder anymore. Like we don't even have the funds to back it up. Right. It's just uh, good faith at this point. Um, but yeah, it's just a placeholder. You know, it's instead of uh, having to uh, barter. I mean, you are bartering. But right. you don't have a item beyond like this piece of paper that is attached to gold, you know. So it's a working system, obviously. It's been around for a yeah. while. Um, but you got to remember that it is a system. So I'll, I'll have their flaws. Mm -hmm. All right. Kind of want to switch gears here. Um, the other thing I wanted to talk about, another uh, passion. Very passionate, yes. Uh, is talking about the Super Bowl. Um, lean up the Super Bowl. Um I'm curious to get kind of some of your takes about your thoughts about the Super Bowl and all the storylines attached to it. As somebody who doesn't really watch as much football, yeah. do you even watch any? Uh, it, if it's on on like a Sunday, I might catch a game or something. Do you like, understand how football works? I think so. <laughs> okay. Is that the one where they kick it with the foot and it gets in like the goals? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. 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 You're, okay. you're, you're spot on. Yeah, perfect. Um, don't need to correct you at all. No. <laughs> When Patrick Mahomes hits those home runs, it's crazy. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Beautiful. Yeah. He's got that nice, fluid He really does. Motion. Yeah. Uh, has it down. Um, yeah, what have you had heard? Or do you have any opinions? Or is it just kind of like... Uh, I mean, I'm just excited for it. I think uh, I think it's kind of cool that um, you have thing, like 
Taylor Swift making like giving it more engagement, giving it a bigger audience. I know everybody complains that Taylor gets like more screen time. Even though I think I saw that's not really true. It's just like more taking the place of like where you might show fans. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I didn't even notice it to be honest, but I also haven't watched as like when I watched one of them, like he barely noticed it with the chiefs. I mean, it's, and it's just Taylor. It's like, it's kind of cool. Like, yeah, there's Taylor Swift, big star. Honestly, I think it's more indicative of people's opinions of Taylor than it is anything else. Yeah. It's like, why are you throwing this person I don't like in front of my face? And it's like, the only reason they don't like her is because she's a woman yeah. who talks about emotional feels. <laughs> and like, I understand a if you don't... has opinions. I understand if you don't like her her music or whatever, but to straight up be like, I don't want to see her face is yeah. like aggressive because it's not like she murdered somebody. <laughs> <laughs> like she's just a good business. Like, yeah, she's, she's been very, very successful woman. with the business of her music. And I think it's more that people are jealous that she's able to be so successful with the things that make them feel insecure. Mm. You know, yeah. the fact that she's able to be emotional and talk about her love songs and, oh, she had a boyfriend that she broke up with. And they're like, oh, oh that's all she does is talk about her ex-boyfriend. It's like, yeah, she makes a lot of money on it. <laughs> like, of course she's going to keep doing it. Yeah. She doesn't care about your opinion. <laughs> Like you're the idiot in this circumstance. She's the making money wherever. She's making money on it, and you're sitting there being like, "She's so stupid." Like, you're the idiot. Yeah. Um, but uh, and also, she just makes good music. I'm sorry, but she does. Um, and she's also very intelligent, which I don't think a lot of people understand. Oh like no, you, like her whole business thing yeah. is amazing. Just from the business aspect, if you read her lyrics, she like she's aware of how people feel about her. And she, some, sometimes I'm like, man, she's, that's pretty, pretty good uh, viewpoint she has there. Pretty nuanced viewpoint. Like uh, one of her songs, she talks about uh, how everybody either wants her to be like as a woman, she's either expected to be a one night stand or a girl to be married, you know, with all these relationships that she's had. It's either, oh, well, she was just on a fling or, you know, well, she, she should marry this guy type thing. And it's like, that's not necessarily how things turn out all the time right. you know like you can have a relationship that's just a relationship in between you know flings and marriage yeah. like that was just meant to be like a few years or not and you don't necessarily have to want to get married in order to have a relationship it seems like a very archaic view of, yeah yeah <laughs> which is um, why it's a lot of old men kind shouting of breaking, at her. yeah breaking down with some boundaries but uh yeah that's definitely something that i feel like it's so is like just irritates me press wise. Like I understand also why that's so big in the media. Of course, um, the media just loves enraging people. So that's why it works, yeah. you know, um, cause that's what gets them views. And again, get into the whole, this is how the system works. And, yeah. Um, yeah. I just, and the I conspiracy just, theories too. <laughs> that, that cracks me up. Like it blows my mind. I know a lot of it is just joking around for the script, yeah. like everything's script. But the people will actually believe yes. that the NFL is script and rigged. I'm like, you don't understand sports. <laughs> you don't understand how incredibly hard that would be. Yes. And it'd be the hardest acting yeah. gig ever. Those would be the best actors. <laughs> like the WWE works because everybody knows what they're doing and they also right. know that they would get seriously injured. They already get seriously injured faking it. Yeah. Like if you were trying to actually go out there and do those types of things in competition, like people would be murdered. Um, That's the whole reason why WWE scripted. Um, But in terms of the NFL, like you can't do that. There's no way to make it look good while scripting it. 
And there's no way to handle all those different players' egos in a way that you can just keep it secret. Everybody's like, oh, money right. talks. And it's like, not everybody in the NFL does it for money. You know, like, the money's nice. Yeah. But some people do it for the love. They just happen to be making money for the thing that they love. Mm. Um, and I don't, th- or even beyond the love, I do it for the competition, the competition. You think Tom Brady, yeah, like Tom Brady is going yeah. out there wanting to get, play a rigged game. You think Tom Brady <laughs> wants to take credit for Super Bowls that he didn't win. He was just right. scripted to win. You listen to that man talk and tell me that that man yes. did that <laughs> or Michael Jordan for like NBA, like, right. Or LeBron who's been, yeah. Like those guys are competitors. They're not going to go out there and take credit for something they didn't do. I guess. You could have your opinions about LeBron because of his whole flopping type stuff. Yeah. But I can damn sure tell you that Michael Jordan and Tom Brady aren't going out there playing a no. script just because it's in their favor. <laughs> like, no, no. Um, and, yeah, holding people to secrecy on that massive a scale is just ludicrous to me. That's the biggest flaw with almost any conspiracy theory is the belief that you can keep all these people in line right. without it being leaked out. Um, and that you think that you individually hearing it from whatever source, like that you're so special to right. like see this, that like nobody else is going to see it. <laughs> Only I can see it. It's like, no, if something on that massive scale was going on, it'd be super obvious. Yes. Um, we've seen how even like small scale secrets can get out so easily. Right. Like, oh yeah. You know, like Watergate type stuff like that. It just doesn't work. <laughs> it gets out. Cover-ups are there, so hard to do. Yeah, there, sure. There probably are some things that happen yeah. that we're oblivious to, but I don't know. I don't have the belief that something on that massive scale is possible. Um, and I guess you could say that that's why it works, but whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, some bullshit. That's how yes. I think about that. Um, and also, if you look at it, every time there's a conspiracy theory of like, oh, it's rigged beforehand, never ends up coming true. Like, there are so many conspiracy theories. Like, I saw the one about the logo, like the colors. I always saw that the one, team. too. They always match teams. Guess yeah. what? That didn't happen this year. No. Um, maybe they adapted. And it's like, I think you're adapting <laughs> your I think you're adapting your conspiracy theory to yeah. keep it alive um, here. I don't think the NFL is just adapting its script to avoid your conspiracy. Yeah. It's the same... Like, what is it? It's the saying is, uh, whatever is the more believable thing is probably what's true. Right. You know? Yeah. Um, I would rather believe that the NFL is just played normally yeah. than believe that your conspiracy theories drive this organization that's trying to make a profit <laughs> to change their storylines to fit. Like, no, no. Um, anyways. So, yeah, you got that. You got the Taylor Swift stuff, and then in sports media, you have all the opinions of Brock Purdy. Um, <coughs> yeah, it's it's funny because I think that these two teams are two of the best teams that we've had for like the past five years okay, consistently, yeah. um, these franchises. Um, obviously, the Chiefs have had a lot more success um, Super Bowl-wise, but the 49ers have been darn good at winning the past five years. Um, they've been waiting to get over the hump. You know, the this is also a rematch because these two played a few years ago in a Super Bowl. And, uh, geez, keep, uh, <coughs> so anyways, <laughs> short breath. Yep. So they played a few years ago in the Super Bowl. And, uh, so this is a rematch and they're at like the peak of their powers. Like these are some 
very good rosters. Yes. There's a reason that these two teams are here. You know, I know that everybody wanted the the feel good story of the Lions. Right. And it wasn't that the Lions were a bad team, but they didn't have the experience that the 49ers did. And it showed at the end of the game. You know, the 49ers had the belief the entire time that they were going to win because they have won. The right. Lions were like, we're just lucky to be here, you know? So maybe. Were they, they up at halftime too? The Lions were up pretty they good. Were so they were probably like, very, oh, we're just going to yeah, win this It's one, one of the biggest uh, comebacks that a team's made yeah. uh, in the championship round. And uh, yeah, I mean, those things impact. Uh, with momentum and type stuff, like the Lions had the history of losing. You know, they had a good year. But when you get into a situation like that, history kind of shows through. You know, there is those lingering thoughts. Uh, not necessarily that the Lions thought about the franchise because right. most of them haven't been there that long. But even from a experience standpoint, I don't think the Lions had that many players that have gone to a Super Bowl. Um, I know that they have their quarterback, Jerry Goff, mm-hmm. uh, lost one. Um, they have a few other players, but experience is huge in those types of situations. You know, if you've never been there before, it does start to get to you because you start to overthink where somebody who's been there before, right. they're just doing their thing. They know um, it's just another game you got to play. Yep. And same thing with the Chiefs. You know, they've been there so many times. The Ravens, they're a good team. Very, very good te- team. I actually thought they could have won that game. But you get somebody like Lamar who hasn't been there. He's been a great quarterback, won an MVP, mm-hmm. probably going to win another one this year. But, uh, you know, when the lights are shining their brightest, you get to see what people are made of. And right now is not Lamar's time. It's not the Ravens' time. I think that they could potentially go on a run next year or a few more years, and that time will be different because now they have the experience of losing. Right. Um, but getting close. And that's just kind of how it works. But... Chiefs and 49ers going head to head. That's like you're getting the best of the best boxing <laughs> it out with each other game, yes. in a rematch. Um, and they're both fueled by these narratives that are coming out about them. Like the Chiefs are the bad guys because they've won. Right. And everybody's kind of getting tired of them winning just like they do with the Patriots. Yep. And then, of course, the whole Taylor stuff. You know, everybody hates seeing Taylor or on the games or Travis Kelsey having his ads and commercials which <laughs> right i don't know why people are upset travis is hilarious <laughs> i love seeing his commercials um i love seeing him on snl i think yeah. he's got great comedic timing um and just is a great personality i think it's hilarious that people just are upset with him for, i know it, again it comes down to i think people just hate seeing other people be successful oh yeah but um yeah That's no billionaires are hating <laughs> Yeah, well, I have opinions about that, but because they're all such good people, people <laughs> they're, don't like them they're amazing. Money. Yeah, they're so amazing. Um, but uh, you know, the Chiefs are very, very uh, much taken on the role of the bad guy. Mm-hmm. You know, they've it's shown that they. It's not just a cheesy like we're leaning into being the bad guy. Like it has right. actually fueled how they've played in games. Um, like with the Ravens before the game started, you know the. They had a scuffle with the kicker of the okay. Ravens. I don't know if you saw that. No. So before the game uh, was played, you know, they're doing warm-ups. And uh, Mahomes was throwing a football. Oh, is that where Kelsey was like, hey, he needs yeah, to press? Yeah, <laughs> then the kicker had set his stuff up and was sitting there stretching. And from what I've heard from uh, Pat McAfee, who knows a little bit about kicking rituals, right. like that was unnecessary and a little uh, excessive on Justin Tucker's part and very clearly like him trying to kind of get under the skin a little bit. And yeah, Mahomes and Kelsey is just straight up like, yeah, we're not having that. And, uh, you know, setting a tone and it could go one of two ways. You lose the game 
then you're seen as like, oh, they're just, uh, they're trying to be something that they're not, you know, they're trying to be bullying around, you're trying to act tough, but they're not. But they went out there against a very good defense. Like that Ravens defense was very good this year and very tough. And they like to hit people. And the Chiefs kind of smacked them in the mouth. It was kind of (laughs) impressive. Um, Yeah. And going into this game, you know, they got that fuel, Um, you know, even though, and that's the thing that keeps a franchise like the Patriots going is once people starts to turn on them, if they can turn that into like, we like being the heel, we like being the villain. Yeah. That gives them fuel to keep going. Cause at a certain point you're winning games. As long as they can back up the talk. Like, yeah. Well, I'm just like, if you're winning games at a certain point, it gets boring. But if you have the point where people start, because you're like, okay, I'm successful, everybody loves me, what's the point of going on? Right. But when people start to say, well, you're not that great, you know, or you're, you're we're tired of seeing you win, you can turn that into fuel again, you mm-hmm. know, instead of like, oh, I really want to win the big game or become this franchise. Now it's, I got to prove everybody wrong. Right. <laughs> you know, I got to, I got to be the villain and win as the villain. Um, and you look over at the 49ers, uh, most of it's, Brock Purdy, but also like people are tired of seeing them win, which is kind of funny. Mm. Like they've been successful, but they haven't won a Super Bowl. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, it's been a long time since the 49ers won a Super Bowl. They got to the one, but they lost. Um, and then there's all the criticism of their quarterback for being a game manager, which I don't think is necessarily true. I guess he's, you know, everybody thinks he's mediocre and lifted up by the roster, which, yeah, in some parts is true. But in that NFC Championship game, him at the end of that game, that's something only a few players can do, the way he did there. Um, that's the Michael Jordan, Tom Brady, great-type clutch. Okay. Joe Montana, like, the cool, even-keeled player when the moment's on him, opposite of, like, a Lamar in the AFC Championship. Right. So I'm just going to be honest, Lamar didn't play great. Um, I know that for you, you're like, oh, I well, don't know. I, I read a lot about, about how Lamar okay. was not. Yeah. I just was like, oh, he doesn't really watch the game for me. I'm just going on about all these <laughs> different things, but, um, I can keep up. <laughs> okay. Good, good. Um, yeah. I mean, Purdy had not been there before or he was there last year. He got hurt early in the game and, you know, lost to the Eagles. Um, and you know, the 49ers just say, that's the only reason we lost the game. It's like, well, that's part of the game. He got hurt. Yeah. You know, that block your, block your quarterback better. Uh, <laughs> don't let them get hurt in the game. Um, they did that this year. Um, and the Eagles collapsed. So, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, uh, he played great. I mean, phenomenal. That's the reason they came back was cause he was able to keep a cool head. I mean, 49ers have been great for a while. Um, Jimmy Garoppolo was a mediocre quarterback. Um, and guess what? He didn't win a Super Bowl. Um, he got to one. Uh, Brock Purdy got to one in his second year and right. has the potential to win it. And honestly, if he does win it, I think give him his flowers. You know, he he did something great, even if his team was great. I mean, I can't think of a quarterback who had much success with a bad team. So I don't know why he's getting hate for that. Right. Um, yeah. Occasionally, you know, a quarterback lifts up a, Bad team. Brady had a really bad defense. Or sorry, defense. Um, one of the years, but I think they lost that year, anyways. So okay, or a yeah. couple of his years, his defenses weren't as great as they had. Been. Right. Um, but most of the time when he'd win a Super Bowl, like he had very good weapons on the offense, oh, yeah. and he had a very good defense. Yes, he elevated them to like elite status, but it's not like they were trash players. Um. 
So, I think yeah. Philly, it's really hard to do that in football for one person to be able to carry a whole team through. Like, yeah. Basketball can be a bit easier. Uh, yes, absolutely. I agree with that. Like LeBron carried oh, yes. two very bad Cavs teams yes. to the finals. <laughs> so, um, and well, Jordan didn't really carry many bad teams, but uh, hence why LeBron is the goat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah. So, you know, 49ers themselves as a team have been, you know, Kieran, how Brock Purdy uh, has been kind of uh, crucified by the media. Um, and from all what I can tell, Brock Purdy is a very good teammate and people love him a lot. That team loves him a lot. So that's some fuel there. You yeah. know, the foreigners have come out and said publicly, like, yeah, Brock Purdy's a game manager, huh? He managed that game really well uh, and things like that. <laughs> like, they're aware and uh, that's fuel for them too. Yeah. So I, and the, fact that people which isn't going to be true but that people are like oh i'm not gonna watch the game because it's just uh two of the, this is a yeah two, two of the best teams i don't want to watch them play you know which all is this. such a stupid yeah. thing you want to watch them no. play they're gonna watch first off and second off the fact that the 49ers and chiefs think that nobody's gonna watch they're gonna put on the best damn game that they can because they're gonna yes. be like oh nobody's gonna watch us uh you're gonna miss you're going to miss out on this game. Right. Uh, let's go do something legendary. And then when you're in a bar a few years later, you can be like, uh, yeah, I missed that game because I didn't like Taylor Swift. So uh, <laughs> right. how great was it? I don't want to see her endorse Biden, so I didn't watch it. <laughs> no, they, I forgot about the endorse Biden thing. Which, <laughs> Yeah. Oh. People are stupid. Anyways. Um, yeah, no, I think this could be a very good Super Bowl. It could not be. I mean, you never know heading into these things. But the last time, I think a comparative matchup was the Patriots-Seahawks, like a decade ago. Um, it was like the Seahawks were an up-and-coming franchise. Potentially, they ended up not being because they lost this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the Patriots were still in the midst of their dynasty. Um, they didn't really won. I think that was the first one they won in a few years. Because I know they lost to the Giants. Yeah. I think it had been a a little while since they had won. Okay. And that kind of reignited the second half of their dynasty. But that was one of the best Super That is, to me, I mean, outside the Eagles winning just because it's uh, the Eagles. And it was a good game, the Eagles game. That was a damn good Super Bowl. Um, And even the one that the Eagles lost last year was good. Yeah, Um, that was a good game. Though I think the ending was a little sloppy to be considered the greatest of all time. But, uh, no, that uh, Seahawks-Patriots Super Bowl, that was one of the best Super Bowls I've ever seen. I didn't see... Uh, Cardinals, Steelers. I know that was another good one. Or the Giants, Patriots, first time around. Um, but yeah, that Seahawks, Patriots one because it was just the entire game, punch, punch. Like Seahawks score, Patriots score, Seahawks score, Patriots score, and then at the end it was just miraculous plays happening back to back. Yeah, and if they can, I think in terms of matchup of the teams and their quality and stuff. Very similar. So if they can pull off a game even anywhere close to that, it's mm-hmm. going to be a good game. Yeah. It's going to be a very good game. I just think it's going to be. I think this is going to be a fantastic Super Bowl. Yep. And this is going to release after the Super Bowl, I believe. Oh, this. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. So it we want to make yeah. predictions here? We can. Yeah. I don't really have a one way or the other, but do you? I think the uh, Chiefs are going to win. Yeah. I have a feeling they're going to pull it off. Um, I think they have the fire. Mm-hmm. They have the momentum this year. I think that we're going to see another Chiefs Super Bowl. 
See this. This is why I think it's going to be such a good game too. Is because I can't. I can't figure out who the hell I think is going to win. It's not obvious to me. I mean, there have been times where I thought something was obvious for the Super Bowl and it ended up not being true. Like the other team would win. But uh, yeah, I can't for the life of me because I could see how the Chiefs win based off of everything, and I can see how the 49ers win based off of everything. I feel like the Kelsey uh, Mahomes duo is doing really good this year. They are, but also the 49ers have Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, uh, yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. Uh, he's pretty, he's pretty solid too, and both have very good defenses. Which I I will make this prediction too is I think it's going to be defensive heavy to begin with because they're both very good defenses. But I think we're going to very quick like the first drive will probably be offensive heavy. I think so because they're both very good offenses, and the first drive is always. That, uh, since I don't think you know that much about football, first drive is always uh, scripted out. Like, this is what the game plan is going into it. Like, they know what they're going to do on the first drive, play-by-play. They might adjust depending on things, but usually it's like, okay, we're going to do this straight down the field. Mm -hmm. Um, That's why the first drives are usually where you get some scoring. Um, From then on, it's just kind of adapting to everything from them. Um, It's kind of like an open in chess. Um, So I do think that the first drives probably will score um, because they're very good offenses and very good uh, offensive-minded coaches for both sides. But I think the defenses are going to get pretty, have some pretty big impact there in the second quarter. Uh, Maybe the rest of the first quarter, second quarter, and then sometime in the third quarter, I think the offenses are going to start popping off, and I think the rest of the game is just going to be a straight shootout because those defenses aren't going to be able to keep up. Okay. Um, And I think it's just going to be... Both teams, both offenses are fueled by what the other one's doing, and we're going to have some good football there. Um, in terms of, I guess, who I'm rooting for is I think it'd be really cool to see the 49ers win just for Brock Purdy. It would, yeah. Because um, I think if they can win this game, Purdy has the potential to be another great football player, another kind of legend. Right. Um, and to have like him and Patrick Mahomes playing at the same time, and have played in a Super Bowl together, as well as all the other phenomenal quarterback quarterbacks we have in the league. Mm-hmm. Oh, very good. Very good. Football is in a very good place. Um, and I know I just heard that uh, this is why I swore I heard Billion, but I guess it makes sense. I'm not much of a numbers guy. Okay. I don't keep up with that. Right. I'm not like interested by the world population, so I don't keep up with it. It's 8 billion in case you were wondering. Okay, okay. Hey, you never know. Maybe the Super Bowl is so great, there'll be 350 billion people watching. Maybe. Or, sorry, 200 billion. Because what uh, Goodell's predicting that there's going to be 200 million people watching the Super Bowl. Jeez. Last okay. year's, I think, was like 120, 150. I think it was 120 some. Okay. Somewhere in that range. I wonder if they're counting halftime as well. I feel like maybe some, I feel like some people. I don't know how they count uh, a viewer. Um, but 200 million, so America's population is 350 million, and they're project. He's predicting 200 million. The thing is, is that I don't, and this is something Pat McAfee talked about on his show, is that uh, don't see Goodell putting a number out there that that's that is that high, just to undershoot it. Right. Yeah. So he's probably dialing back the number already, which would be crazy. <laughs> um. So he must be seeing something. In this, and I think he's rightfully so. Like, I think Taylor is going to draw in an audience that the Super yeah. Bowl has never had before, which is another reason why she's actually kind of good for the game. Yeah. You know, uh, <laughs> more people that watch, more money the NFL makes, the longer it's going to stick around, the better it's going to be right. all, 
all around. Um, yeah, no, NFL is in a very good spot. Um, that's why they're not really affected by any of the storylines. Like, if you go back like a decade ago to the Colin Kaepernick stuff, guess where the NFL is at now? Yeah. <laughs> you know, all that talk of boycotting because of that. Yeah, you guys didn't follow through, clearly. Uh, your right. movement did not follow through. Because um, NFL has been on the up ever since. Yes. Uh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I guess I would go with the 49ers. 49ers? Okay. Um, but I do have money on the Chiefs because uh, I thought uh, it's like you know odds aren't that bad <coughs> in terms of like the Chiefs. That's a very good chance the Chiefs are going to win, and I can make a little bit of money mm-hmm. um, if they do. So <laughs> I was like, yeah, why would I? Uh, why would I? Right. You think uh, it's going to be a close game at the end? You think somebody's going to take it away a little bit? I'm hoping it's a close game at yeah. the end because um, this is the best games. Yeah. So. <laughs> um, I think it could be, though, be realistic. I mean, like I said, I think it's going to be a very good game, and that includes ending because mm-hmm. it wouldn't be a great game without a good ending. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, kind of wrap things up here. We're like exactly on the hour mark. We I know. It's a good time. Um, yeah, we kind of switched things up yet again. Yep. Um, I just, I didn't, just, it wasn't necessarily that, we did anything wrong or bad right. um, with previous episodes, but it, it just still didn't feel right to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, felt like more this type of style. And I'd been kind of afraid to do this because I was afraid. I mean, and we made the joke about two white guys on the yeah. podcast, but it is one of those things where it's like, yeah, I don't want to just be two the opinionated opinion guy, white yeah. guys. Um, so I'd been afraid to like do things that actually have opinions in them, but like, you take that away and it's boring. It's bland. Right. And it gets gimmicky. Um, so, yeah. I mean, like, the whole reason I want to do this is to have conversations with you because. Right. Because that's just yeah. how it's an easy way to flow. We have good conversations at work. I want to have good conversations for other people to see. Yeah. Whether or not it works is up for the people watching to determine. So, um, yeah. And it's something I think that uh, the more we do, the more comfortable we get, the better the conversations are going to be. Yeah. So, yeah, just coming in here open just whatever happens happens mm-hmm. um we got lucky on this one because i think these are two pretty good topics they are and very uh topical mm-hmm. <laughs> so um won't necessarily always have like a huge thing bring into each episode but um you know just kind of feeling it out each time seeing what the vibes are right and, yeah um let us know what you think if you want if you don't whatever hey. Um, we might not listen because we don't really care. <laughs> <laughs> this is business. Yes. Uh, we don't care what you want. No, you are going to consume <laughs> yes. what we make. You will consume us. Use your tools consume to consume. Us. Consume Jack and I. <laughs> Be cannibals. <laughs> kidnap, kidnap us in the middle of the night. Yep. No, scare us. Scare us to death. Like yeah. we're just like terrified for our lives. Mm-hmm. And yeah, then boil us alive. Yeah. Um, after torturing us a little bit, because why would be grilled? Yeah. I'd prefer to be grilled. Oh, really? Hmm. How how uh, would I want to be eaten if I was eaten by a cannibal? That's a very interesting. This is enough for us to go over the hour. So <laughs> this is interesting <laughs> enough for to go over the hour. Hmm. You know what? I actually kind of want to think of this. How would I want to be? What kind of meal would I want to be like prepped as? You you just so you think grilled. I think thinking you, like steak, burger. I think like a steak. Like just okay. grill me up. What 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 are the sides? Um what would go good with Jack? 
Well, obviously, like a uh, wi- a glass of like what, like a whiskey? A yeah, like, you get like a scotch with it. Scotch. Okay. Okay. So we'll I think go, I pair go up. I pair well with scotch. <laughs> you, you think so? Yeah. You I, know, honestly, I've been marinating with say, so much. The scotch. meat would have some scotch flavoring in it. I'm sure. <laughs> with so much marination. <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, what are you thinking? Like some some potatoes, like some, right? Yeah, some, some like potatoes, a little like mushrooms on top of me. You know, mushrooms. Yeah. Gravy. No gravy. No gravy. No gravy. Steak, uh, mushrooms, but no gravy. No gravy. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. What about, so potato, you think a baked potato or mashed? Oh, baked. We're going baked. baked. Yeah. Okay. I'm not a little kid. Jeez. <laughs> I love mashed potatoes. I'm not a huge baked potato guy. I like baked potatoes. Part of that's because I don't really like sour cream. I probably should give I've them. I've grown to like it this last year. Yeah. I, I've i been trying to open up my palate because I have very much stuck to my kid's palate. But, uh, and then maybe like, because I've been starting to get in the wine a little bit too, like a port for dessert. Okay. It's very good. Are you are you in the dessert too? <laughs> is there Hot a piece of you, is there a piece of you in each, each every yes, single everything has that a little, little bit of bit blood of in the yep. uh, in the port. It's uh, not bacon bits. It's jack bits <laughs> on your baked potato. Okay, okay. Uh, see, personally, I love asparagus with some steak. Mm. Um, How would you be cooked? Would what? you do like a? Hmm, that is true. Well, it had to be medium rare. Um, nothing beyond medium well. You're just would you're you want to be grilled of, as well? I mean, yeah, I guess. I don't really think. You know what? Smoked, mm. smoked foods are pretty good. Um, I don't know what necessarily. Hmm, like a pulled pork. I don't know if you could pull that off with like my. I'm not. I'm not. I don't have a lot of fat on me. Right. So I don't know what's Which good might, for like yeah, lean. Might be better. Yeah. Yeah. I think that would be. I don't know. When you get like that. Nice chunk of fat and like a pulled pork sandwich. That's pretty good. Um, yeah, maybe like a pulled pork, some barbecue. You know, it's one of my favorite sandwiches. I mean, a good burger. Barbecue pulled Alex. Barbecue pulled Alex. Um, on the side. Who's pulling you? <laughs> whatever man, <laughs> whatever man is kidnapped me. Hopefully, has some gentle fingers. or woman, or it could be a woman. Yeah, the woman pulling you. <laughs> I think I'd rather be pulled by a man. <laughs> Me personally, I'd rather be pulled by a man. I don't know. Uh, anyways, anyways. Uh, cheese curds. Ooh. I think those go very well with some pulled that, pork. Yeah, okay. Um, but if I do the cheese curds, then I do, can't do cheesy potatoes. And that's a conundrum. There's too much cheese. Is it? Is it? It's your last I, meal. I think so. It's not my last well, not meal. your last meal, I guess. <laughs> it's the last meal I guess they'd have... Of you. I guess it's my last meal and that it's the last time I'll be able to be eaten. <laughs> but, uh, hmm. <laughs> would you, would you, would you, if you were somehow still alive, would you eat your meal? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah? Why not? <laughs> yeah. How many people could say? Exactly. <laughs> I guess, uh, let's not well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah, get some cheese curds on the side. <laughs> What do they make the cheese curds out of? Because you got to have a little bit of you and everything. No, no, no. We're not doing that. Oh, you're not? Okay. No. Because then it would be good. Let's just be honest. It would be good. Um, I don't know what else goes good with pulled pork, though. I'm trying to think of what I eat. Baked beans. Yeah. Some baked beans. I do love some baked beans. Um, Honestly, I think that's kind of... Cornbread? Do you have cornbread? Ooh, cornbread would be good. I don't think I really eat cornbread too much with pulled pork. That's a good combination. It's a good barbecue. Yeah, with the barbecue and the baked beans. The cheese curd. Mm-hmm. I'm very hungry. 
<laughs> you were hungry before you got here. I was you're really hungry. hungry. Okay, okay. Uh, dessert. We'll be, we'll be tapping off on dessert. Mm. I think I have to go with cheesecake. A nice cheesecake. I'd go with uh, creme brulee. Creme brulee. I don't think I've ever had creme brulee. It's fantastic. What is even in creme brulee? It's pretty simple. It's like, it's creme. <laughs> it's creme. That's creme. <laughs> you want some of my creme? <laughs> I don't know. All specific, it's like, you know, a little dish of like cream in the fridge. And then you pull it out when it's chilled. You put sugar on top, and then you put a torch to it to like make a super crisp like, like a shell kind glaze, of glaze. I think a little bit, yeah. but it's like hard. It'd be like hard. It's a hard glaze, hard cream, hard hard cream, <laughs> hard cream. <laughs> All right. Well, glad now that we got that out of the way. Yeah. You know. Now you guys know. There you when go. You kidnap us. That's you, that's our final wish. Yep, yep. <laughs> After you torture us, you can torture us all you want. Yeah. Just make sure that that's our meal. You terrorize it. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Just make sure that our, you terrorize the meat. Tastes so much better. Yes. <laughs> tastes so much better. Oh man. Um, Honey's dinner. Was, oh, I'm terrorizing the meat. Hold on. Yeah. I don't care what you do to me as long as that's the meal that you right. have. If you don't have that meal, I am haunting you. Mm. You are going to be haunted for the rest of your days. Mm-hmm. So just keep that in mind. All right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's a good place to stop. There we good go. As place, good place as any. <laughs> it is. Um, we'll see you next time. Yeah. Have a good one. <laughs>